0: Welcome to St. Martin in the Fields, and welcome to great sacred music, and a special welcome to those joining us online. There are, I suggest, two ways we can think about the holy days of Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter day. One is like they're the three core days at the very epicenter of existence. All existence revolves around them, gaining its meaning in relation to them. In them we found out what love means, what food is for, how precious yet fragile relationships are, how low we can go as human beings, how wondrous is God's mercy. They become the touchstone to evaluate all other reality. The other way is to think about the triduum, as these three days are traditionally known, uh, is to see them as the whole of reality. To perceive everything we do and everything anyone ever has done as somehow located within these three days which comprise the full range of animal vegetable and mineral experience embracing for example the rooster that crows, the wine that's poured and the stone that's rolled away some things to think about as we enjoy the music of holy week it's our tradition at great sacred music to begin by singing together uh, a hymn. And of course, there's many wonderful hymns associated with Passion Tide. If you find the the sheets that I hope you picked up uh, on your way in or have been passed to you, or if you haven't uh, found them, there's some left in the center of the aisle with the hand sanitizer, as exciting as that. Uh, We're going to start by singing together There is a Green Hill Far Away, which you can find on the inside of the handouts. The voices are going to stand and lead us as we remain seated and sing. There is a green hill. Cecil Francis Alexander, who wrote that hymn, uh, was persuaded by her godsons, she had no children of her own, but she was persuaded by her godsons to write uh, individual hymns for each element of the Apostles' Creed, and of course that one uh, is associated uh, with suffered under Pontius Pilate. it's actually a much more dense theological hymn than it's often given credit for because it's thought of as as a children's hymn. No reason why children shouldn't like dense theology, of course, but uh, there's plenty of uh, sophisticated theological thinking about the atonement in that hymn. Another way of presenting the Holy Week story is less doctrinal and more simply to follow the accounts in the gospels. We're now going to hear uh, John Sanders's uh, St. Mark Passion. Sanders was organist of Gloucester Cathedral from 1967 to 1994, quite an epic season, and director of the Three Choirs Festival for most of that time. He published his St. Mark Passion in 1993, uh, and it follows the passion story. We're not going to hear all of it right now, but we are going to hear the part from where Jesus is condemned to death until he actually dies. Well, we're going to take now a very, very different way of looking at the same story uh, by hearing a a contemporary setting of the African-American classic spiritual were you there when they crucified my Lord? Many, many textures to this very familiar spiritual. Of course, it begins with the irony. The question is, were you there when they crucified my Lord? The disciples, those closest to Jesus, weren't there. Uh, And that's the first point that arises when we reflect on this piece. But the intensity of the music and the words very much make you feel that you are there. So there's a tremendous contrast, because we usually we think, oh, the disciples, those closest to Jesus, they understood everything and we don't get it. But this is very much the other way round. And then the third layer of it is that the slaves who were singing this song, in a sense, really were there in the sense that they experienced something very like crucifixion. They experienced, in many cases, their whole lives in servitude. And they lived with the hope of resurrection based on their confidence in the Christ who on the cross never let them go. But there's also a fourth dimension to this spiritual Uh, when you reflect on Jesus' words in Matthew 25, when did you see me hungry, when did you see me thirsty, when did you see me in prison, and so on. Uh, There's a call to ministry here to say, if you want to be uh, in the presence of Christ, if you want to see the crucified Christ face to face, you have that opportunity uh, today if you put yourself uh, in front of those who are most on The edge—something this church has historically taken uh, very seriously—as a commission. So, four four levels of significance to this—the familiar words in the modern setting by uh, Bob Chilcott—of, "Were you there when they crucified my Lord?" Well, it's uh, time for us to sing again. It, it, the definitive Good Friday hymn has become When I Survey the Wondrous Cross, so much so that if you go to a service in a Church of England church on Good Friday and you don't sing When I Survey your Wondrous Cross, you really want your money back. It's it's just not the same without it, but, it, but it's a very different hymn when you look at it closely from uh, Cecil Francis Alexander's There Is a Green Hill, far away. Isaac Watts, who wrote this hymn, was a Unitarian, so not all that hot on doctrine. Uh, And if you look at uh, these four verses very closely, you'll find that the words me, my, and I occur 12 times in 16 lines. It's not so much a hymn about what Christ achieved on the cross as about how his example changes my life. Very pietist, very Uh, personal this gospel. One of the most poignant lines did air such love and sorrow meet portraying the cross as the very extreme of sorrow but also the very height of love Christianity the recognition that true love must face untold sorrow if it's to be embodied in everlasting companionship makes you reflect on those poignant words from Song of Songs in the Old Testament. The question, is love as strong as death? Clearly, Isaac Watts' answer is that the cross gives the answer yes. Let's remain seated uh, and sing these four verses of when I survey the wondrous cross as the voices stand and lead us. towards the end of the great sacred music for Maundy Thursday Um, if you've enjoyed yourself I hope you have there's various opportunities to make a donation in the retiring collection as you leave all sorts of technological and analog ways uh, to to contribute to enable us to keep this series going indefinitely do also note it's Maundy Thursday we'll be uh, gathering as a congregation at 630 this evening for the institution of Holy Communion and foot washing, uh, one of the great services of the year. And then tomorrow morning, we have an all-age service at 10 o'clock for three-quarters of an hour, the three hours devotion with the choir of St. Martin the Fields and Reverend Richard Springer preaching. Uh, And then in the evening, you'll see that there is, uh, these voices, that are St. Martin's voices, will be performing a Bark St. John Passion at 7.30. So uh, an absolute banquet tomorrow of worship and music, and then on Saturday night we have Allegri's Miserere and MacMillan's Miserere at the same event, 6:30 Saturday, uh, Saturday evening, and then our Easter vigil starts at 5:30 in the morning on Sunday, and our Easter Day Eucharist is at 10 o'clock, and even song at 5 o'clock. So great deal to participate in, in terms of our concert and worshipping life here at St. Martin's. We're going to finish with Will Todd's contemporary setting of my song, Is Love Unknown, perhaps one of the great Holy Week Passion Tide hymns alongside When I Survey. Uh, Samuel Crossman was a 17th century dean of Bristol, and he perfectly sums up the passion-tied story in his words, love to the loveless shown that they may lovely be. He echoes the words of the fourth century theologian Athanasius, he became what we are that we might become what he is. And Crossman highlights the irony that Jesus is hated for healing people while the crowd choose a murderer rather than the prince of life. But in the end, Uh, the wonder of Crossman's originally poem, now hymn, is that the irony, wonder, and paradox are all transformed into praise. As Crossman concludes by saying, this is my friend in whose sweet praise I all my days could gladly spend. Thank you for joining us.